Hello and welcome to Retro Wars, where each week me and a friend talk about the video games we used to play back when we were kids. Hello, my name is Daniel Carroll and this week it is episode 52, the one year anniversary show and I'm covering The Bouncer on the PlayStation 2. Yay! This is a terrible, terrible game and... I'm not happy about it. I am joined by Mr. Chris Copleen from the Retro Hangover podcast. And yay, yay. And I don't want to take that away from where we've come. This is one year of the show. One year of releasing an episode every single week. And I cannot believe I've made it so far. And it's a big thank you to everyone who helps me and takes part in these. All my guests and all you guys who listen, all your Patreons. It really helps and I remember when I, you know, thought about this idea when I was going for a run and I was kind of getting burnt out by YouTube and this came about and I am really happy with how it's all happening so far. So one year, that's absolutely flown by and I couldn't have done it without all of you. So thank you. So the bouncer. Yeah, that is our one year show. We decided to go out with an absolute glorious game, which just fills me with joy and I thought, well, why not? I did play the bouncer back in the day, and I remember when Chris brought it to my attention, my heart dropped, because I remember the feelings I played back in the day when I did have the bouncer in my hands, and how excited I was, and then how utterly sick I felt the moment I started running it. It's not the best, and you will find out in about maybe 30, 35 minutes time. If you want to just go straight to the bouncer... Just go. You can just skip this. We have a bit of an introductory session, which I still haven't thought of a name for our intro. Something will come out or a jingle of some sort. But we have a bit of an intro, so stay along if you want, and we'll get to some fun and games. Before we do all that, I just need to do the plugs. Yes, we need to do the plugs. Wherever you're listening to the show, please give it a five-star review. Give it a comment. Say you like it, say you don't. It really helps us bump us up on any algorithms. Or if when it comes on your social medias or your your Twitters, on your Instagram, please share it. It really helps. Give it a share, give it a retweet, and get it out there. If you want to help support the show financially, you can do over on patreon.com forward slash retro wars and for one dollar per month you get access to your own show called dlc which comes out every week and this is where i may do rankings i may do character reviews i may do in-depth things or may do conferences that may have happened and a bit of a sneak peek this is episode 25 and it's my ultimate tmnt fighters lineup So the first four, obviously, are going to be Leo, Raph, Donnie, and Mike. They, 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 there's easy picks for them, because obviously we're going to have them. The only difference is I'm going to have um, some skins that they get, alternative skins. Now, Leonardo is going to have Old Man Leo, and this is where he's seen, like, with either with... Um, he's blind, which was in the 07 cartoon, which was like a futuristic episode, or he just basically hasn't got his bandana, but... Old Man Leo would be fucking awesome. I think they did that in like Rise of the TMNT. It was like an Old Man Leo as well, and he was like the absolute god of everything. He was like, he's just this badass fighter. And that was episode 25 of my Ultimate TMNT Fighters lineup. I, I've just got 
I've been playing so much of that game. It's just kind of taken over my life. So next week for episode 26, I'm probably going to do a character review of Ash Ketchum. It may seem strange, but Ash's adventure is coming to an end. And I think over the past 25 years that Ash has been around, I think there's a, quite a bit of meat there to talk about. So we'll be bringing him next week. So yeah, you get that every month, every week it comes out, usually every Friday. And I do apologize to everyone who's been waiting a little bit uh, for the recent episode 25. I've just been in the city. I was in Sydney for the weekend, so it kind of threw my plans into a bit of disarray. But what else do you get for your money? Well, you get access to our own Discord. You get the chance to message me one-on-one. You can take part in all parts of our show, which is 16 Bits of Nonsense, Survive or Die, DLC, or comment on our Game of the Week. And 5% of all of our Patreon fund that we make each week, each month, I should say, is going to go to a UK charity called Get Well Gamers. This is a really good charity that helps provide games and consoles to 150 children's ward across the UK. I'm going to keep you up to date each month about how much we've raised. It's not going to be much so far, but hopefully as the show grows, it's going to get more and more and i'd love one day that we can give a video games console that is my dream uh, if you want to donate your games directly the link is in the description of the show you also get a chance for me to butcher your names like i will do but actually i might but, but no i should be okay with this one so a huge welcome to our newest patreon nico hilson I think I pronounced that correctly. If I've got that wrong, I'm an absolute idiot. So thank you, Nico. Welcome to the show. And thank you all for listening. Let's get on with it. Let's get on to our letter section, which we call 16 Bits of Nonsense. So 16 Bits of Nonsense is our letter section where you guys can write in, ask me anything, could be gaming related, could be music, film, television, anything, and I will do my best to answer. So the first question this week is from Mr. Dave McGuinness. He says, hello Danny Pants. No one's ever called me Danny Pants before. If you had to choose one console to play for the rest of your life, why is it the Sega Saturn and what games would you play? Get fucked. You fucking Saturn fans. Like literally... Practically everyone who's on my Patreon is a freaking Saturn fan, and they just go praying Saturn, hail Saturn. All they do is just literally try and piss me off, and it's just, it's just. Like I'm already looking at the next question. That's a Saturn question as well. Why is it the Sega Saturn? No, I'm not playing the Sega Saturn for the rest of my life. You can get spent. If you're gonna give an honest question, it's gonna be the Nintendo Switch. Oh, PS4. No, I'm gonna say Nintendo Switch. I love my Switch. I think it's a great console. I think it's only getting better. Technically, it can kind of cheat because you've got the N- the Super Nintendo, N64, Mega Drive games, NES games are all on there. And eventually, hopefully by the end of this year, we'll have the Game Boy games and Game Boy Advance games. Or wouldn't that be good? But I just think the Switch is such a good console. Like The moment I saw that first trailer where the guy was playing Zelda, I was like, holy shit, that's Zelda. But the moment he went to walk his dog, I was like, Nintendo, take my fucking money, take it. Take everything, take my wife, take it all. Because I was absolutely sold. So yeah, you can take that Sega Saturn, Dave, and go burn, to be honest. But thank you. Captain N says, you're stuck on an island with Dave McGuinness and Chris Copley. Oh, you can see where this is going, can't you? You have a Sega Saturn. Hmm. And Chris has rigged up a coconut TV to play it on. Okay, I think he should be willing a Nobel Prize for that shit. How far do you swim out into the ocean until you are far enough away from the Saturn? Um... And then Chris, in reply, should say, 
Chris would wrap out a Saturn controller, the best controller for 2D gaming and fighting gaming. That isn't an arcade stick. Shut up. Around his leg and pull him in for funsies, but enough to come back just to make him think about it. No, do you know what? Right, both of you, I would hack off my own leg, like in Saw. I would do that. Then I would get a fire, burn the fire, cauterize the, cauterize the wound, and then I would literally swim until I had no air in my lungs anymore. It probably mean that I would drown, but I would be happy because I wouldn't be playing the Saturn. Is that enough for you? Fucking funsies, fucking coconut TVs. What do you guys even think of? Bloody morons, you lot. Like, Captain N always jokes. He says he's going to keep writing letters in every week until literally the Sony Patreons he gets drowned out. Just sign up for Patreon, people. Please. Let's drown him out. <laughs> and finally, Nico Hilson. He's wrote in for the first time. Hi, Danny. I listen to the show every Monday and love what you do. See? See, that's a way to start it. But the last... Oh, oh, sorry. Hang on. But... The last episode, you destroyed the game that got me into gaming, Spyro. And if that wasn't bad enough, you called my hometown, Berry a shithole. <laughs> if you ever come back, I'll make the experience better for you by buying you a beer. It's not so bad while you're steaming. <laughs> so you know what steaming means? It means drunk. Okay. So first of all, thank you for writing in. It kind of makes me laugh. He's like, oh, he's been listening for a while. And then eventually, hang on, he just called Berry a shithole. I'm fucking writing in. That dickhead. I can just imagine now. That'll be it. It'll be done. It'll come off the Patreon now. Nico's done what he wants. He's said his points. And he's made his voice clear. And he's out of there. And first of all, I stand by that. Barry's a shithole. Um, I was there. And I literally stood by. It looked by the cinema. And I was stood by the Christmas tree. And I was like, this is the most pathetic, pathetic Christmas tree I've ever seen in my life. It's like, holy shit. It's just literally. Like, imagine... Like a steel Christmas tree, like the edge of a Christmas tree with a few metal baubles around it and this shitty little fence. I was like, why? There's no even, there's no green on it. It's just literally, it's like, well, you know, as seagulls go out to sea to die, I go to bury to die. That's how I kind of felt at that point. And yeah, I can imagine it's probably a good place if you're stealing. I'd be in that arcade place. That's where I'd be if I was stealing. That's your saving grace, Nico, is the fact that you've got that place. Because I tell you what, that isn't dream world. I lost my man pants in there. It was the best play ever. And they had loads of decent beer. So, yeah, that's okay. If I can live in that arcade, it'd be great. And finally, yeah, you said about Spyro. Well, uh, look, I've had a lot of people comment about the Spyro thing. If, if I was honestly blowing smoke up every game's ass... You'd all be like, oh, he's just going to be praising every game. He's going to be sucking the dick. Oh, sorry, mom and dad. There's always one. Um, but I can't praise every single game. So I will take on the games. That, and I will talk about the games I don't like. Quite in point, the bouncer. Shit game. But I will, I will look at all games and I give it my objective opinion. I say objective because it's the only opinion that matters. It's an objective fact that Spyro is not a good game. Again, people are going to be hating me for that. People are going to be going after me. But it'd be wrong of me to sit there. And this isn't a criticise on you, Nico, not at all. But if I was to sit there and go, oh, I love this game. And then the next episode, I love this game. I love this game. Uh, that's not me. And I think everyone would get bored of that eventually if I just talk about games I absolutely, you know, love. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I've got games coming up that I absolutely love. 
But I've got games I've even just recorded today, which is a pile of shit. And that's the whole beauty of this. I get to play games which are shite, and I get to play games which are me, okay, and get to play games that are absolutely fantastic. So it's a bit of a mixture. So am I going to be excited playing Spyro 2 one day? No, but will I probably? Yeah, will I cover for the show? Probably. Don't expect it for a while, but Spyro 2 will come at some point. Mm. Maybe play it in like the remastered version, but then they'll get a better look at the game, won't I? I don't know. But either way, Nico, thank you very much for your question. As I said, if you want to write in, go you join in our Patreon for that dollar, and you can write in and ask me anything you want. So thank you very much for, for writing in, guys. Really appreciate it. So that's it. That's the end of 16 Bits of Nonsense. Let's move into our new section, which we call Patch 52.0. Okay, so patch 52.0 is our new section where I look at all the things around that I think is quite interesting. There's quite a few stories I picked up. Um, obviously, I can't cover everything, but I try and cover things that take my interest. The first thing I put it up on Twitter the other day, that's at Retro Wars UK. Um, water just uh, the US Customs destroyed a water destroyed. Uh, can't even get my words out. Bloody hell. Can't even blame the early mornings. It's not at the moment. I'm not going to work till quarter past 12. Um, so the US Customs had destroyed a water-graded Pokemon game. And it's a Pokemon Yellow or Pristine, the original brand condition. And look, you say what you want about water. Okay, I, I get it. The whole grading a game thing is a pile of shit. It's all bullshit. But I just feel sorry for the guy and the guy who had bought the game. Because they bought that product, rightly or wrongly, on the basis of it's worth this much. And I think it was worth quite a bit. And it was like a 9.4 or something. How they came to that, I don't know. But it still got, you know, customers went, oh, we better smash this up. And, you know, now it's possibly been wrecked. I doubt they went all nicey-nicey on it. They probably went like when the FBI come through the windows, like, bah, 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 and they probably absolutely destroyed it. So I really hope it was insured uh, for the person who's bought it, because that's not nice. So you know about water, but the person who's bought it, well, that will look cool on your shelf. And if it's been damaged in any way, you feel really, you know, Sorry, I think what it was is that basically US Customs got this and thought, whoa, 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 this is not how you trade Pokemon. No, you don't trade it through the post, you trade it through a link cable, you bastard. So that's why they probably smashed it, mate. It's because you just tried to, you know, this is how you get that charm. You have, it's how you get all the starters in one go, you play Pokemon Yellow, you cheeky bastards. So talking about Pokemon, I've got two other stories which I thought was quite funny. The first one um, was a fish-controlled Pokemon. Stay with me here. So there's a, a streamer, and I'm going to butcher this name, Mutekimaru Channel. I, I don't know, I butchered that. Or the Mutekimaru Channel. I don't know. He was forced. Okay, so what happened was, he had a tank full of minnows, and um, basically he's, his fish play the game. You know that like we've seen it on other channels where it had like a fish completed Pokemon Blue. Well, this is the same sort of thing. A fish was trying to complete Scarlet and Violet. However, um, because Scarlet and Violet is an absolute clusterfuck, it crashed as it does. And then he was out the house because he was just letting the game stream. He was just letting it do its thing. And the fish is obviously just plodding along. And how it works is basically if the fish goes up to the top of its tank, it, it correlates to this button. If it goes to this point, and that's how the game reads it. Very clever, to be honest. Um, so the game crashed, and basically the fish uh, then has free reign of this guy's Switch. And he ended up, the fish made its way to the Nintendo eShop, where it started redeeming a few awards 
uh, which included a Nintendo Switch cosmetic, uh, the N64 emulator, good choice, and uh, a few more license agreements that he's probably had to do. I thought that was quite funny, to be honest, and then he decided to power the console off as well, so that was good of him, you know, saving electricity, so fair play. The guy must have been thinking, what the fuck? I'm not buying anything Nintendo, his phone's like, boom, boom, boom. I think that's quality. I I would have loved to peep it. That was actually, you know, people laughing their heads off saying, ah, oh, buy this fish. Imagine he buys, like, the limited edition version of, like, the new Fire Emblem Divine. It's like, or Engage, whatever it's called. Like, oh, no, the Divine Edition. You'd be like, fuck! It's be worth a fortune. Well, that's what happens when you play Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, isn't it? Idiots, because it's fucking broken. And the last story I'm going to talk about Pokemon is... Again, out there, it's with the cards. So, if those who don't know, there's a psychic called Yuri Geller. This is a, I haven't heard Yuri Geller for a long time, but so kids, listen up to a story. Yuri Geller was some was a psychic, and he could allegedly, allegedly bend spoons with his mind. The crazy little fuck. However, he took the Pokemon Company, TGC, he took them to court years ago after the Kadabra Pokemon was literally just called Geller in Japanese. And he weren't too happy about that. So he took them to court and won. Unbelievably, he won. And we've not seen a Kadabra Pokemon card since 2002. That's a lot. 21 years. But he's had grandchildren. And I think he's basically, Yuri Gallas decided, you know what? I Although he won, he decided, I'm releasing the Pokemon company in TGC. I'm releasing it all. So the card's coming back. So I don't know what made him change his mind. Money, I don't know, even nostalgia, his grandkids, what the fuck, granddad? Don't be a dick. But Kadabra is finally coming back into the Pokemon world. So that is going to be absolutely great to see because a lot of people will be very happy. Um, so yeah, you're getting this particular Pokemon card, which hasn't been seen since 2002. So thank you, Yuri Geller, for being a nice guy or, I don't know, a money-greedy bastard. I don't know the circumstances, but thank you. Okay, so some other games have come out recently. I once, Remember we talked about um, the new Three Houses that was getting good scores? The new Dead Space has been getting new scores. It was a Dead Space remake, and I'm very happy. It's an averaging 9. 9 out of 10. Very happy with that. I do plan to get that. Uh, but as I kept saying, I want to save some money because I'm trying to get a house. That's essentially what all the Patreon money would go be going towards is building me a house. So I need to start buying games. Um, and I, I will do Dead Space at some point. Dead Space 1 and Dead Space 2. Dead Space 3 for the show at some point because they're now retro. If it's 10 years, they're retro games. Uh, it's just going to be a while until I get around to that. Another game which hasn't sadly got good scores is Forsaken. And that's averaging 6 out of 10. So this is Square Enix's little thing. And I was gutted because I thought this looked really good when I saw the first trailers of it. I thought, wow, the way the character's moving. It looked fantastic. But a lot of people have pointed to the demo and the poor dialogue. And maybe that's one of the big things here. I just put people off is that the dialogue is so bad. I don't, I don't know if it's a Japanese version, but the script is just terrible. And for that, a lot of people are laughing at it, and that's why it's getting a lot of heat. Not nice to see, because I was, I was, maybe it might get patched. I don't know. But you think the script, that's one thing, the voice acting, that's all done, so they're not really going to patch that, are they? Which is a bit of a bummer. Because I was looking forward to maybe getting that on the cheap one day, but yeah, there we go. Let me know if you've actually played Forsaken, the gameplay. You know, script aside, is it actually any good, and is it worth getting? Just give me a, bud, uh, a head over on Twitter and let me know. There was a bit of a news thing for Microsoft. So I don't just cover the other, you know, not Microsoft. I like to cover everything as I can. Although I'm not a Microsoft fan, I admit that. It's not Xbox, isn't my thing. 
So Microsoft had a, a developer update, and I got a lot. I got a lot. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna lie. I was watching this on Maximilian Dude's feed because I watch a lot of his stuff, and I was pissing myself because the whole time all these developers are like, "Here's our new game. Here's our new Forza. Here's our new Minecraft." And he does not give a shit. He doesn't care. The whole time he's just talking about Killer Instinct and saying, if Killer Instinct gets mentioned, I give 50 gift subs. If it gets seen, a thousand gift subs. And that was the whole thing, just talking about Killer Instinct, because him, he's a big fighting game guy, and he just wants a new Killer Instinct game. And he's literally begging for Microsoft. They've got the ownership. They own it to just bring it back. And the fact that he's just like, and he even admits it, he's laughing, talking, said, oh, fuck, these people must absolutely hate me because they're totally showing about their brand new games. They want to see what I say and he's just shitting all over them. But there was one game which kind of stopped him talking and that was Hi-Fi Rush. And I saw that and it's out now. And that looked really good. That really cel-shaded, uh, an anime comic book style of uh, hack and slash. I thought that looked really sweet. It's been a while since an Xbox game has made me go, huh. The music was one thing that made me look, mm, okay, that one was fun. Like, if you could put your own music to it, like, I don't know if you can. Don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. But if you could put your own songs to it, holy shit, that'd be class. Like, again, it could do this. I don't know. But if I could put my own songs to it, like put some Japanese J-pop in it, go, dan, 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 I'd be fucking banging, get some Gundam tunes on there. Oh, my God. Would lose me mind. But that's just me. Maybe that could be something they patched. Because I love the character design. I thought they looked sweet. But yeah, if you're into Xbox, into comics, I think that's a really cool thing to look into. Talk of comics. Uh, this literally happened the other day. Now, if you not don't know me and you're new to the show, I'm a huge Turtles fan. I don't hide that fact. I love the Turtles. And there was a recent comic book series that came out from IDW called The Last Ronin. Now, I'm not going to spoil anything about The Last Ronin apart from it just covers the story of one turtle who's a lot older three of them are dead and only one survives and it's his quest to get revenge on the shredder's grandson and it was a fantastic series i'm not going to say who the turtle was um it's five episodes five issues really good hope it comes to netflix one day and they've made a second series called the lost years and it explains how the turtle in question came to be how he is and also, a look at a new generation. Really cool. And that's all I'm going to say about it. It looks really cool. And I read issue one of the Lost Years. Brilliant. I think IDW have got a really good series behind them. I hope it goes well. I hope comic sales are really well. Like I said, if this makes Netflix, this would be absolutely incredible. It'd be so cool because it'd be so dark. But again, you've got to think, who's this going to be made for? Because if you made The Last Ronin, it's got to be made for my age. It can't be made for kids. And there's the problem that Nickelodeon will have, especially because a lot of their stuff they do is for the children. you got to think about the children, haven't you? Okay, things that we can get excited for, that I can get really excited for, everyone get excited for. GoldenEye is here. GoldenEye is now out for the Xbox and the Switch. It's that N64 expansion. Uh, I haven't played it yet. Uh, I haven't had a chance, but I will. And you can play it online. I, I said when this first got announced and my, my jaw dropped, I never thought that would happen. I never thought we'd see GoldenEye ever again due to licensing issues because it's a movie. I think, holy shit. And the fact it's actually... I thought you get more chance of getting Perfect Dark than GoldenEye. Put it like that just because of the licensing. 
I think everyone's going to be so happy. Problem is, I don't know there are many people back home who have um, the N64 expansion pass, let alone a Switch. So I'd have to play with some of my friends across the ponds if I want to play, because it does look cool. And who doesn't want to play some N64 Bond again? You're not allowed to pick our job. If you pick our job, you're a dickhead, then fuck you. But I hope everyone's having a good time. Is it running well? Let me know. Um, should, are you having a laugh with it? Let me know over on Twitter if you think it is good fun. What also is good fun? Well, The Last of Us. Isn't that good fun? Last of Us Season 1, and the, the TV series is going ahead. Uh, I still haven't watched Episode 2. Episode 3 probably comes out today. I will watch it. I will catch up. But the Bella Ramsey, um, who is one of the main characters in it, has come on the main, sorry, main actresses in it. Um, she plays Ellie. She's basically kind of confirmed that a Season 2 is likely to happen. And it's going to. Season 1 is going to cover the whole of the first game. Season 2 is likely going to cover the whole of the second game. Is it going to be out straight away? No, I think it'll be a few years before that happens, which means I need to put The Last of Us Part 2 on. Because if you follow me and you follow DLC, there was an episode of my backlog, which is fucking disgusting, and that was one of the games I had not played yet. So, yeah, I'm going to have to open it up. It's still sealed. God, looking at me. I still need to open it and play it. So, yeah, I will give it a go. Stuff I wouldn't have given a go if I had the chance because of what happened was Sonic. And you'll get to know what I'm on about this. So Sonic was originally meant to be human. I never knew this. It was a tweet by the original character designer, Nato. Um, oh, God, I can't do this. I need someone to pronounce it. Whenever I speak to guests, they pronounce all the Japanese names correctly. And I just can't read. Nato Oshima. He's going to come after me. I just know I butchered that. Apparently, Sonic was meant to be a human boy with spiky blue hair. And it was meant to be an action game where twin brothers would protect the world from Nightmare World. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Nightmare World boss, sorry, who was known as 13. Okay, here we go. So the con they actually had concept art and they put it in the tweet. And I've, I've seen it. Uh, have a look. You can find it. And yeah, it's basically two boys, similar clothes, apart one's got uh, red hair, one's got blue hair. And I'm so glad they dropped that um, because I wouldn't have played it. It just would not have been as fun. Nowhere near as fun. I'm so glad they just... Jesus, could you imagine that being Sega's new mascot? Mario would have whooped the floor with him. Uh, you can still see a Green Hill Zone. It looks like what could be Green Hill Zone in the background. But yeah, oh, it's just not good. It looks like something from Ape Escape. Yeah, it looks like Ape Escape. Those are the main character. Ugh, that's disgusting. So glad, thank you, Sega, for fixing that shite, because that would have just been horrendous. Stuff which doesn't look horrendous. There was a new 30-second trailer came out of Dead Cells. So if, a few weeks ago, I announced that... I announced as if it was my game. There's going to be a DLC expansion packs of Dead Cells, and it's going to be covering Castlevania. I, the trailer looks fucking awesome. So in this new trailer, the main character from Dead Cells goes up to the gates of Castlevania, kicks the gate... Um, and then he sees the stages in his head, like what he's going to be going through, like all the the traps, the puzzles and stuff. And he just goes, nah, and walks away. Brilliant. It's, it's, nope, not, nope, not dealing with that shit. I think I love that. It made me laugh. I had a bit of a chuckle to myself. I was like, yeah, I can do, I, I like it when games know what they're doing and they can poke fun at themselves. So fair play. Finally, now this was probably a story from last week, but I just caught it too late to really talk about it. Um, the Stadia. So this was Google's um, attempt at video gaming is officially dead. Now, I did, this was announced in September 2022. 
And Stadia had, well, everyone involved um, through Google had been actually getting refunds, which I said at the time was was incredible. Uh, I think the people who use the service, most of them got refunds. I think it was their Stadia Pro subscription didn't get refunds. Um, but the fact that they're willing to give refunds, fair play. And look, I think cloud gaming does have a bright future. I think eventually you look at like Nintendo, they've done that with the Kingdom Hearts series. I think we will start to go in that direction. But I think at the moment, we're just not there. I think this console, the, the, the console just came out too early. I think that's the the best way of doing it. I think it, it's with physical copies still a thing. Until that dies, I think we will keep with the, the, the status quo for now. But eventually, the physical copies will die. Like, I'm starting to go to digital gaming, starting to twist that way. Um, I said my Switch is now just becoming digital. But I do like having a physical copy. That's the difference. But eventually, if they go, yes, then you could argue that maybe cloud-based gaming is the way. So, I'm, I'm, I feel sorry for Google because, it, you know, you don't want consoles to die because you want consoles to go well because if consoles do well themselves, it increases competition for everybody else. Sadly, that hasn't happened. I just think it came out at the wrong time. So, good luck, Google. Good luck, Google. As if they need any good luck, they're freaking... They've got all the money in the world. <laughs> they don't need. They don't need that at all, do they? Jesus Christ. All right, so that is the news. Let's move on to our free section, which is for everyone to play, which is called Stick It Up Your Jinjo. Uh So Stick It Up Your Jinjo is where anyone can play over on Twitter, and it's basically, you don't have to be a Patreon member for this one, it's basically you tell me your gaming success, your gaming frustration of the week, and I will read and comment, and we got quite a few comments. First one is from Mr. Rabtoons, who over at YouTube, he said, I finished Ratchet and Clank, PS2, number one, people for the PS2, on my Steam Deck, you bastard, you got a Steam Deck, which is a success because it's the first PS2 game I've ever emulated from start to finish. All I'll say to that is... <coughs> You didn't emulate it. <coughs> Your console got sick. <coughs> Your Steam Deck got sick. Um, good. Ratchet and Clank eventually will come to this show one day. Uh, Rabtoons, you'll have to let me know. Well done if finishing it. Well done for getting it working. What the Steam Deck is like. I should say well done for getting a Steam Deck. Jesus. Uh, let me know what that thing's like. Do I need one in my life or should I hang fire for now? Get back in touch and let me know. Um, I hate you. Because the fact you can do that, you can play PS2 games on the way. Let me know. I hate you. Because uh, I am very, very jealous of the fact you can do that. You bar steward. Um, Rothy, I hope I pronounced that correctly. Rothy said, I learned you can use a PS4 controller while connected to a PS3. To say the least, I'm happy that my PS3 is back up and running. Oh, five claps. Five. Did I give six or five? I might have given six. Because, oh, well done. Because that's a good effort. But yeah, I... I've had this problem, but a little bit different because I was, um, my PS4 controller died. I was like, eh, eh, but I managed to get it working for a friend's. But I realized that, yeah, they all work with each other. I was like, oh, oh, oh. So the fact you've now got your PS3 working again. Oh, it, I, it, and if it's a fat one, if it's a fat PS3, then fair play to you because the fat one is backwards compatible with PS2 and PS1 games, which is the dream. Was the mind? Mine died. Mine died a long time ago. I've, I've still got a PS3. I still have one uh, back in jolly old England. But fair play, Rothy. You know, I hope you're enjoying your PS3. I really hope you're just going backwards now and having the time of your life because there are some corkers on the PS3. There really are. 
Alicia Kate Hart. It, it came up, Alicia Kate Hart. My partner has been having trouble with her controller and refusing to buy a new one if she could fix it herself. She was able to take it apart, clean it, and reassemble it. She says the difference is night and day. You know what? Fair play. That's a five. I, I, tell me if I'm doing six. I can't work it out. But fair play for that because I would not have the bollocks to touch your controllers. Oh, God. To take it apart. And it's, oh, I'd be panicking doing that. Like, I had, I shit myself when I opened up my PS4. Uh, when Because the PS4 had that problem. It would eject the disc. And it was to do, as I thought, you know, it was like, oh, you need to do this adjustment to the console and this, download this shit. And I was like, no, what? And eventually I found out it's because of the, the laser and the metal. There's a metal bit, you know, you press eject was too, basically too close to something. So I got the answer, so opened it up, bent it back. And it worked. So I can no longer eject the disc by using the console. I've got to use the controller. But I'm not going to lie. I was absolutely terrified even just doing that. And that's as far as I was going to go. I wasn't taking circuit boards and all that bollocks out. So I imagine, Alicia, your partner's had to literally take circuit boards out if you're doing shit. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm going nowhere near that shit. Nowhere near. I'd be crying. So absolutely fair play to you. Fair play, Alicia's partner. You've done a good job there. Now, she by Shreepalex Legends. I've butchered that. I had the misfortune of having to start tormenting souls because I fucked up within the first 30 minutes. Um, well, that's unfortunate. But I don't know what tormented souls is. Um, luckily, it's only the first 30 minutes, I should say, rather than that you fucked up six hours in. You soft-locked yourself. So, hopefully you've restored those 30 minutes, she, and you managed to sort it out. But what the hell is Tormented Soul? Someone's getting the comment in their cars, going, It's fucking, this the fucking best game in the world, you fucking dickhead. How'd you not know that? Well, I don't know everything, do I? I try and know, but I don't know everything. And finally, uh, the, the, MC, the MC, the McG, Dave, I know it's Dave McGuinness, I know who it is. He said, I lost an entire day of progress in Destiny because of coding errors. Now, normally, I would feel sorry for someone when that happens because obviously that's dreadful, the whole day's progress. But for you, Dave, but because you said that question earlier about the Saturn, <laughs> that's what you get when you bring the Saturn bollocks into my show. Your own games go after you, and the own games go, nah, don't want to work, fuck you. So that's what you get. I'm a horrible human, aren't I? I'm a horrible, bitter old man. Thank you very much, everyone, for getting involved. So next week, there'll be another post, and I want to hear your gaming frustrations and gaming successes. Right, let's move on to our final section, which is a Patreon show, and it's called Survive or Die. Hey, listen! Survival Dies, where each week I try and get two characters to kneel. It could be characters, it could be games, it could be franchises. But I want two choices to kneel in front of Mr. Jeffrey Dean Morgan and his bat. And basically, he's got the decision, i.e. one of them is getting their brain splattered, and one of them is surviving. Now, I give you guys the chance, I want to hear your opinion, but then I will give the right answer. Now, because we're talking about a beat-em-up, I decided to... I decided to do a beat-em-up of myself, 
and look at what the past and I went to some of the, the two of the oldest games I've ever played which are Streets of Rage 1 and Golden Axe 1 both out for the Sega Vega Drive Sega Genesis so I put it to you guys and I think unfortunately it's just completely one way I really should have thought about this better Blaine the Hoagie Man, he says, this one's very easy for me. Streets of Rage survives as a better series. Not saying there's anything wrong with Golden Axe, but it's going to get the axe from me. Ah, I see what you did there, Blaine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with Golden Axe. I agree, there's nothing wrong with Golden Axe. There's not, but yeah, Streets of Rage, it's, it's Streets of Rage series. The Streets of Rage series is incredible, isn't it? Chris Copleen says, Streets of Rage survives. All right, Chris, I'm going to take your opinion into it. He says, I'd like to make some Golden Ass." Golden Ass, oh, some, sorry, I can't read. I'd I'd make some pun like Golden Ass, but that sounds flattering. Seriously, that game is from an era before anyone knew how to make a decent beat-em-up. It aged horribly, all of them. Streets of Rage stomps a mud hole in its ass, and really, any other orifices. Oh, he's gone that far. Negan splattering Golden Axe's brains is more of a mercy kill than anything. I, I can see the logic. Yeah, the... The Golden Axe, I don't mind Gold. I didn't think they've aged horribly. I didn't think they've been there since anyone made a decent beat-em-up. I, I, I like Golden, I could still play a Golden Axe game and still have fun. I'm trying to get my best mate Al to come on it, but he won't. But, I, I don't, I I don't see the problem in this. But, yeah, I, Mercy Killing, no, I think it'll be a revenge killing more than anything. Finally, Captain N says, even I'm going to be nice this week and play solely by your rules. You're goddamn right you will. Streets of Rage survives. It is the benchmark to all beat-em-ups and a solid game for all four versions. Golden Axe is fun, but it is slow and doesn't hold up against the test of time. I make the obvious pun here, but Hoagie Man beat me to it and I respect him too much to steal his stuff. Well, thank you, Captain N, for being so loyal and respectful to Blaine the Hoagie Man. Yeah, look, I, I, I posted it thinking I was hoping someone would have good love for Golden Axe. I, it's obvious here who's getting murdered this week and it's Golden Axe is getting its brain splattered and Streets of Rage is surviving. The Streets of Rage 1 is such a good game. We have covered it on the show already. And don't get me wrong, I will cover Golden Axe. And I'm, it makes it sound like I'm going to shit all over it. I'm not. It just isn't as good as Streets of Rage. Um, simple as that. Streets of Rage is a fantastic game. Uh, but it, Golden Axe is slow. I agree, Captain N. It is. Uh, again, I don't want people when we do the Golden Axe episode going like, you said this was fucking shite. I'm not saying it's shite. I'm not saying it's shite, but if you're going to give me who's getting the brain splattered out that that or Streets of Rage, Golden Axe is clearly getting the chop, isn't it? Think about it, people. Think about it. All right. Okay, that's the end of the games. Okay, so before we move on, nearly there, uh, what have I been up to? Well, not much really. It's been really hot. I said I went to the city the other day, had a great time, it's absolutely stinking hot. But once you get to become stinking hot, then you get the rain. So I think we're going to have a few storms. And we had some storm last night. It's going to have some storms today. So it's going to be a wet one here. Um, had Australia Day, which is really good fun. Didn't do much during the day. So that's like our national day here in Australia. Didn't do much apart from the afternoon when we all the kids just met up and played, which is really good fun. And my, me and the wife, me and the boss have our citizenship test coming up soon. So that's going to be in about two weeks time. Uh, we've got to get basically near enough 100% on our citizenship test. And that means once we've done that, yet yeah, all our documents are fine. I think they are. We'll be citizens of Australia. Uh, so five years. So we're both quite nervous because it is a big thing to do. And we want to get it right first time. So we just need to study and study hard and make sure you know we put our best foot forward, really. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be in two weeks. You'll know how I get on by the sound of my voice. Uh, so I'll keep you all up to date. So what have I been playing? Um, Chrono Trigger. 
Chrono Trigger, Chrono Trigger, Chrono Trigger. I am doing my best to finish Chrono Trigger. Uh, I want that. I want that to be episode 75 of the show because it's not going to be episode 100, but I still think it's big enough to have one of those quarter, you know, the 50, 75. I still think it's big enough. I don't want to leave it until episode 150 because that's two years away. So I want us to, I think 75, I think that's fair for everyone. So that sound, I hope that sounds all right for everyone. So that is coming once I finished it. So apparently Captain Ed has told me I'm getting there. That's about it. So that's, I'm getting to the climax, he told me. Mm, okay, the climax. Mm. All right, that's enough of me ranting. Let's just go into your thoughts about the bouncer. Uh, I often, as I said, I give you guys the chance to um, say what you like before we get into it. So Captain N says, I have a love-hate relationship with this game. I should love it, but I hate it. It wasn't the level of Streets of Rage, and I wasn't even a Sega kid growing up. I was a square soft kid. That alone should tell you about this game. And goddamn right, that's true. I was both. I was a Sega kid and I was a Square Soft kid, and it's the Square Soft kid that fucking blinds you with this game because you think, oh, it's Square! It's the Final Fantasy game and it's like Streets of Rage! It's gonna be fucking awesome, but it's not! It's a pile of dog turd! That's. that's. What, I'm just gonna get angry. I don't wanna get angry. Look, let's just get into it before. Like, look, I've got other shit to do. I need to just go put my head in a bucket of water while you all listen to this, because I've had enough of it. Let's just get on to it. Let's play some music. And when I come back, myself and Mr. Chris Copley from the Retro Hangover podcast are going to talk about The Bouncer, which came out in Europe on the PlayStation 2 on June the 22nd, 2001. Fuck me, I'm old. Look, I've only just hit record, and I'm already pissed off. Returning to the show is Mr. Chris Copleen from the Retro Hangover podcast. How are you, sir? I am doing outstanding today, Danny. I am ready to talk about beating up people for reasons and echidnas. Fuck off! (laughs) Right. (laughs) You, you, at the time of this recording, right? The time of this fucking recording, Final Fantasy Two episode with you goes mm. out tomorrow, right? It does. This yes. is so you were giving me quality, a good Final Fantasy experience, and then as soon as we talked about this, what do you want to do for your next game? As soon as you mentioned the bouncer, the I was bouncer. like, "Oh, you, f- the bouncer!" I was like, "You fucker." And then I played it again, and I went, I fucking hate you. And then as the game went on, I, I realised, you're a tit. Because, of course, there's a fucking character called Echidna. So once again, this theme of Echidna and the Echidna penis continues with you. It's like, you did you do that on fucking purpose? No, I didn't, but I love, I love how it lines up. This D- game is so shit. <laughs> is it an echidna penis? No, it's a woman. Maybe she has a penis. I don't know in his modern age. She could have a penis. <laughs> or maybe she likes five dicks at once. You can never tell. Oh, fucking hell. And do you know why she's that's called fine. echidna? Because she's got red hair. That's why she's called echidna. Bullshit she like name. Knuckles. Yeah, she looks like Knuckles. Fucking bullshit. This game, right? I love Square. 
Don't get me wrong, but it was Square Soft at the time. I love Square. This is a pile of fucking wank. And, I, and, you know, normally, a bit of peek behind the scenes, I have my own notes about this game, about any game mm. I do, so I can have a theme. There are no notes. There are None. no notes here. None. No. I will do this all by my fucking brain. This is a pile of shite. It's a bit of a reference if you think of what score we could have got out of 10. It's not getting a good score. It is terrible. Terrible. Way to give You're it away. a tit for bringing it to my attention. I needed someone to share the pain with, Danny, and you seemed willing, so I am here to support. Fuck. Why did you pick it? Why? 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 <laughs> because I was angry. <laughs> Why did right, you agree? Let- I don't know why I agreed. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, you want to play them? <laughs> so, so again, a peek behind the scenes. I asked Danny, hey, Danny, I just got done with the bouncer. I want to rip this game to shreds. And Danny was like, yeah, I remember this game. I don't remember liking it, but I'll play it. I'm like, cool. Yep. That was it. And that I loaded it. it up. I played it. And it brought me the same pain as I remember back in the day. Because I'll be honest, the box art was pretty cool. It was very cool. It was Cool box art. You had a picture of Sion, 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 Sion. Who cares? None of them Who are cares? real people anyway. They have None of them are real people. They suck. And they do suck. And he's basically with it, looking, look, look at his knuckles, and he basically looks cool. And it's it's a broadcast of the box. And the box says it's like an interactive movie. Oh, they were not shitting you when they said it's an interactive fucking movie. And it's awful. yeah, you play the you play the game. And it's chaos. It's ba- it's basically a beat 'em up. It's a beat 'em up. It's a three D beat 'em up. And at the time, to be fair to it, I will give it that there weren't many three D beat 'em ups. Like we talked about Streets of Rage, and we know how good that is. There weren't yeah. many three D beat 'em ups at that time, so it was quite new. And it's and it's um. That's a lie. That's a lie, dude. Nightmare Creatures is came it? out before this. Which game? Nightmare Creatures. I've never played Nightmare Creatures. Is that any? The- is that actually good? It's okay. It was good for the time. Yeah. People liked it for the time. And you also had Fighting Actually, Force, which is pretty divisive. I've just realized Tekken had Tekken Force. Tekken it did. 3. And it's better. And it's better. Yeah, Tekken Force is better than this. And I'm telling you that now. So it's a, th- it's a beat-em-up, basically. But what the difference is with this one is that you have all three characters on the screen at once. And it has an RPG element, because of course it does, it's Squaresoft, yeah. where after every battle, you can invest into your your skill, your bouncer points, which is bouncer. ridiculous. Bouncer. Um, where you can invest into your, your HP, your attack, your defense, or buy yourself new moves. And I just thought about that then, it's just literally coming to my head. Okay, so you get bouncer points for beating up people and, you know, knocking them out. So do they get bouncer points if they just beat up random people at the bar? Uh, no, because you have to be in control of them, because if they beat people up and you're not in control of them, they steal your points from you, and they don't get any. That is a bullshit mechanic. It's right? terrible. It's a terrible... So you see your your crew with the shit AI beating up someone like, no, 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 I want the kill. No, I'm just talking about in general. They get bouncer... Like, if someone's trying to get into the bar, and they say, mm. no, you haven't got any idea, if they beat them up, do they get bouncer points? I, I guess so. I mean, how else are they staying in shape? But... Every single time you go to the bouncer, everyone's behaving themselves. It seems yeah, pretty it is, chill. It's a very chilled bar. It is a very chilled bar, and you've got... So, one of them... I'm just right, because you've got Sion. You've got three characters. Sora. You've got Sion. You can call him Sora. Basi- Sor- yeah, it's basically Sora. 
Um, then you've got Vaughn. Va- Vault. Vault, I'm just going to call Batista. Okay. Um, and what was Keo? Ko. Ko, who you I'm call just going What's the Horan. name of it? I'm going I'm to call him Spike okay. from Cowboy Bebop. Spike works. He's Tattoo Spike. Spike. He's like Mike Tyson and Spike had a baby. Yeah. And they're your three characters. And they all play kind of differently, although in the sense of their moves are... You know, it's usually square is punch. You've got a punch. You've got a kick. You can block. You've got a. I, I didn't realize you could block until for quite a while. Um, you've got a sweet move, and so you basically that's it. You you face loads of enemies. They come on the screen, and yeah, you go to town. The three of you, and yes, you have to knock out your opponents because if you do don't do it, and the other team, the other members do, they get the points, and you're like fuck because you will need that experience by the end of the game. Because this game does ramp up because the enemies start hitting you harder. Does it really shit, ramp man. up though? Does it? Does it really? The, because the uh, bosses do. In a way, but there you can spam if you have the right moves. You can spam things, and they, you can effect, you can effectively stun lock anything you fight in this game. Like anything, can you? I think so. I, there were there were points where I was just using like. Holding down square, and I'll get down to why I say holding down square. And it would just completely like hold down square, hold down square in a combo, and it would just repeatedly just stun lock everything. And um, once you once you get certain abilities too, uh, like there's a button that you hold down for special, and you can like put in button combinations or whatever. And some of these specials are so broken that all I did was just kept using them over and over again, even against the last boss. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, you get special moves you can use and. You can invest your bouncer points into that. Bouncer. And I, all I did was just buy the one that made you Ken. Made you Ken with a Shuryuken. I was like, Shuryuken. right, that's it, done. I'm just going to use that the whole time. And that's all I did. Shuryuken, Shuryuken, Shuryuken. And that's, that's all I did. I was like, that's all you need to do. That's why I say, like, they don't ramp up. I mean, they do if you try to play this game legitimately. But why would you? Because it sucks to play this game legitimately. It does. So you when you play Streets of Rage... Yeah. Right? So Streets of Rage, it's all like good combos, fast movements and stuff. Even Golden Axe is quicker. Right. Fuck me, it's slow. Because you think it's going to be like, yeah, boom, boom, boom. No, it's like, boom, boom. Do a fucking move. Do something. It's so fucking slow. Well, yeah. I, I just... <sighs> well, that's... Okay, so you... Do you remember back when the PlayStation 2 was about to release and Sony was making a big deal about how the buttons weren't fully digital, they were semi-analog? No. So the buttons on the PlayStation 2 controller on the DualShock 2 are pressure sensitive. Right, okay. So the the, boun- the bouncer uses the takes bounce. advantage of the, the pressure sensitivity of every button on the PlayStation 2 controller. So... Like, if you press the button lightly, it's going to do a different move than if you press the button with some force. And you can control how sensitive it is in one of the menus. But, like, the the variance of how much you can do it between, like, high and low, it doesn't even matter. It, it makes it so tough to control and do exactly what you want to do. That, yeah, there are fast combos, but you have to, like, so lightly press that button in, in, in repetition that it's it's almost unplayable if that's what you want to do. Well, the game's fucking unplayable as it is. Well, it's not, but it fucking may as well be. It's Jesus. it's 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 just it's tedious. It's cumbersome. It it it's trying to do too much, and it's obvious the minute you start playing it. 
Yeah, the moment so the moment you start playing it, you're basically attacked in a bar, and you just realise, oh my god, this is the weirdest game, the slowest game I've ever played in your life. And because it's got that RPG element, so you spend your experience and you have to pump up one character, you, yeah. you'd be tempted. Oh, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna up my experience in all my party, you know, just to have a little game, you know, flow. No, you have to really stick with one person throughout the whole to. story. Because you will, if you start switching, you will get screwed. You will get absolutely <coughs> screwed. <coughs> so you basically pick your character and enjoy the experience with them. Because that's all it's going to be. And I'm not going to lie, this game expected you to go for it multiple times. It does. It does. Well, you can diversify it, but you have to diversify it, like, immediately. You have to start yes. swapping it, like, rotating it every single battle about who you're going to be. Because if you play, like, three or four battles with one character and level them up, by the time you go to play a battle as another character later down the line, they'll be so weak that you won't be able to get experience or deliver a KO because your other character will be leveled up enough that they'll just start slaying for you. As we said, you don't get experience unless you kill them. Yeah, and I realized this later on, where there's a boss where um, a continuing boss, and you fight on, like, a helipad, a little flying floaty thing... Yeah. And one of them's got a pilot, and I accidentally put um, Zora as the pilot. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. And I said, who's going to fight? And Batista's like, I'll fight. And Batista's got his ass handed to him because I had put nothing into him. I was like, oh, for mm-hmm. fuck's sake. Luckily, I hadn't um, locked myself in. I was like, that would have pissed me off. But the thing that really annoys me, if you do get a game over, right, and you have to you want to get back to where you are, you have to go through all the cutscenes again. And all you're doing is yeah. going to be pressing menu, skip, Menu, skip, menu, skip, menu, skip. Because there are so many goddamn cutscenes. There are. And, I mean, like, that, that interrupts the entire flow, too. Because you'll you'll fight a battle, and that battle will take, what, like, maybe 30 seconds? Maybe yeah. 30 seconds. And then it'll go right into another save screen. So you'll fight a battle for 30 seconds, and then you'll go into, like, two to five minutes of cutscenes. And then yeah. you'll fight another battle, save, and another two to three minutes of cutscenes. And it just interrupts the flow so horrifically. It, it's it's literally most of this. It's only about two hours to do it, right? Most of that's cutscene. I could have, if I just skipped everything, I'm glad I didn't because holy shit, we are going through this plot bit by bit. There are going to be spoilers aplenty. Yes. Oh, this plot, this it's fucking so bad. plot. It's so bad. So bad. I've not, I've not gone through the plot of any other story so much as I will with this one. Fuck me. But you have, you can skip most. If you basically skip it all down, it's about half an hour. The game's about half an hour long. But some skip of the battles, that. right? So yeah. you can. I used Sion, right, and or Zora, and I was just watching um, Batista, and Batista was just suddenly bo- trying to body press people. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing, Batista?" Yeah. What are you doing? He just literally like flung his body. Could you imagine this in an actual fight? Is that your mates are all in like kicking and punching, there's someone just flies in and tries to like do a wrestling press. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, but it works, I think. I mean, if you look at Streets of Rage 2, I can understand where they're getting it from because Max was a successful wrestling character, as was Mike Hagar from Final Fight. And the yeah, body press it, move, if you're Volt, it, it works quite well. But it looks cool when you're doing it in Streets of Rage or Final Fight. It doesn't look cool in Bouncer. It just looks like the character model. Oh, fucking the character models. Oh, Jesus. 
Oh, okay. it just reminded me of something else. Right. I'm going to have to break stupid. from you on that Go one. on, go. I'm going to have to break from you on that. I like the character models as, as a graphical presentation. I think they look dumb. But I think that, like, I think the art style, like, Nomura was way over his head. He was, like, snorting some cocaine that day or, or on some shrooms. But in terms of, like, actual graphics, I think this game looks really good. Okay, that's not where I was going. But yes, okay. the game does look good. The game does look good, and, and I'll give it that, because basically it's a bit of a tech demo, and that's basically building the groundwork for later on. Sure. What I mean is, is when you punch somebody, right? So Sora's got a combo where he can basically punch someone in the air, which breaks physics in my reality, how he can suddenly just punch someone and can juggle them. It's like, how the fuck are you doing that? How much force? Someone, where's that scientist guy who works on how much like actual strength needed to punch someone into the air and juggle them this is not even tekken style this is ridiculous but it's when you punch somebody into the air or they hit the deck they it's like they basically their cat their body just goes completely limp and it is horrific like they will land you will land if you get knocked out you can have broken leg syndromes like <laughs> It's like a test dummy, you know. When test dummies get smashed into a, you know, for a car, and you see the body like just go everywhere. That's what happens if someone hits the deck. Like I was watching it the other day, and sorry, when I was playing, and Sora's leg is literally up by his head. I was like, "What the fuck?" I'd never got that. That never happened for me. If you honestly play it right, watch when a character just go back. I'm going to make you go back. No, punch no. a character in the air and just watch their body flail around and when they hit the deck just look at the shape of their body it's like the game's just like right just let's see what happens when it flops around like when I was punching a kidna I felt really awkward because I'm just watching this it's like literally one shot she's been KO'd and I was punching this KO'd woman into the air and, oh, this is not this is not good viewing this, I do not appreciate this and the body the bodies all go limp this is the physics are just so fucking wrong. I know it's a video game. Shut up. I don't I care. Think, yeah, but this I don't think that's why. I think that's why it didn't bother me. Is because this is still like a, it's a game from two thousand or two thousand one. I think two thousand. So like mm. the physics being wonky, I don't. I don't really care too much, especially because there is that fantasy beat 'em up element to it. If I can accept it in Virtua Fighter, and Virtua Fighter is a good game, then <laughs> then I'll this then I'll pass. Yeah, I'll pa- I'll give it a pass here. I'll give it a pass here. There's still some fantasy elements to it. Oh, we did say about character models. Okay, so I think they look good in the sense mm-hmm. of, like, it, graphically it looks good. However, design of the characters, yeah, I've got some problems. Fuck. Yes, so yes. You've got, you've got Sora, who is basically, well, basically it is like the template for Sora. He's got chains, he's got a big massive belt Belts. collar thing around his neck with a huge chain. It's like, that, what the fuck? That that's not that's not good in battle, surely. No, he's gonna be uh, whipping him up and smacking him in the face. I I just wish like he would use it in battle. Like he has all these things all over him. He's like, you can use these, dude. You can you can use weapons. You're allowed to use weapons. It's fine. Yeah, the thing around his neck would literally kill people. That would yeah. I swear to God, that would slit throats. And it, it's great. As I like, just use that. But he's basically, you want to know what Sora could have looked like? That's it. That is yes. 100% the template of it. Um, then you've got, um, what's his name? Spike. Spike. Who's basically, how many tattoos can we put on a man? How many? He's like, we can put them fucking everywhere. 
Yeah. On his back, on his face, every tattoos everywhere. I don't care. And it's like they think tattoos are the cool thing. He also and looks like a Sony Deville. He does. He. <laughs> oh my god, he does. And then you've got uh, Batista. Holy shit, that is a mess. The so Batista is. Why does he have horns? Yeah, he has horns. He has piercings <laughs> everywhere. He has jeans that somehow go up to his knees. And it's like he's got his jeans and gone, right, the bottom half of these jeans I don't need. Let's turn them inside out. They look better. And then, yeah, then he's got a cactua jacket, which is pretty cool. That's I'll cool. give him the cactua jacket. But he's just like, he looks like Batista. Imagine, you look at the character and then you go, okay, I can see where you're going from this. But fucking hell. It just, they just look shit. Dominique, and you will hear Dominique a lot. But, oh, oh, they say that word so many times. Dominique looks like she's um, taken a bit of an influence from Jubilee, from the X-Men series. Um, I fucking hate sh- Dominique, by the way. I hate her. I fucking hate Dominique. Fucking, who, everyone seems to buzz over her, but all you'll hear this whole time is Dominique, 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 Dominique. That's all you hear. Just call her idiot. I'd appreciate that. <laughs> then you, you jailbait. Kidna. She fucking is jailbait. Uh, and it's legal. It's legal. We'll get into why it's completely legal with her. Completely legal. <laughs> nothing wrong. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, it's completely. Unfortunately, completely completely it's legal. completely legal. <laughs> completely legal. Stay with us. Stay with us. We're not advocating this. I'll make this very clear. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you have to. There is context to this. Please stick around. Um, You're going to jail. So. God, we're all going to prison. So, <laughs> whilst you've, you've got Echidna, who um, is basically, they looked it's at, at... It's Knuckles. And they looked at Eddie Guardo from Tekken and went, oh, that works. Her movement, his movement works. Well, you will just basically copy-paste, because it I, is. I like how she has, like, her hair in, like, the four prongs. So it's like, don't, she don't. has, like, four, four penises, and maybe there's a Stop fifth it. one that's just hidden. Fuck me. She, again, she could have a penis. We don't know. It could be Eddie Guardo. Eddie Guardo could be transitioning. We don't know. Um, but yeah, it's basically Echidna. And I can't wait to get to her plot bit. Oh, Jesus Christ. She has a plot. Um, well, there's a bit in it which I was like, she has something which I was laughing about. Then you've got a character who basically a woman who looks like she was in Final Fantasy VIII, then can turn into a panther. I was like, what the fuck? Apparently she has some backstory that they do a horrible job of explaining. Oh, they do a horrible... And again, this is going to be discussed in the plot element. Yep. Because uh, the plot is the main reason why we're here. Um, yeah. Unfortunately. Then you've got, I guess, the bad guys, like a Sephiroth-esque... Could be a Sephiroth clone. Oh, tell talking about Mugetsu. Mugetsu, is that his name? I'm just going to call him Sephiroth. Yeah. Blonde Sephiroth. All right, talk about... Okay, is it the final boss or is it the guy with the weird, like... Like optical glasses and shit. No, 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 no. Oh, the final boss. He looks like Blonde Sephiroth. Oh, yeah. If, like, if uh, Safer and Sephiroth had a baby. Yes. If or they used if they used Dragon Ball Fusion, whoop, that, that would be them. So I'm going to call him Se- Cypher Sephiroth. There we go. Cypher Sephiroth. And, yeah, the, the, one of the bosses looks like he could have been on... The one that you were talking about, like the ninja, could have been on Metal Gear. Oh, yeah. Like Metal Gear Rising. He looks like, he looks like a, a, a stupid Raiden. Yeah. And Raiden's already stupid. Riding. So stupid riding you see multiple times, um, and I think that's it for characters. They're all just fucking stupid. It, it's just 
stupid designs. They love belts. I don't know why belts are the big thing. Everyone's got a Summer fucking up. fetish for belts. But yeah. this is the thing. Belts were the thing, especially in Final Fantasy games. Like look at look at Lulu from Final Fantasy VIII. That's not appropriate. No, Final Fantasy X. That's not appropriate. They no, might belts. It's like Lulu is great. You just I need, love Lulu. You, I know Lulu's great. Her design overall, but it's like, what is it with belts? It works it's with like, Lulu because she can step on it, me. Oh. <laughs> step on me, Lulu. But it's like everyone's got like a fetish. Like, did you ever play? Did you, or watch Digimon or play Digimon? Uh, no, this would probably be a better question for my oldest son, though. But what do you got? Right, Google Liamon. Just get your phone, just Google Liamon. Liamon? Leomon. Right, Google that. And that's where I just don't understand this fetish with belts. Oh my god, that would be a perfect character for this game. <laughs> to be fair, Leomon, that's if you played... That is Vault. If you played Leomon... If they'll play Digimon or watch the series, Leomon would be fantastic in this game, and he'd fit. He's a lion man. He's a basically a furry's wet dream. That's what he is. I'll have to ask the furries in my Discord server to follow up on that. You ask them, is Leomon sexy? And they will probably all die of a heart attack because he is. Right. Mm. So the gameplay's shit. The characters look shit. The models are the only thing that is okay. Right. Should we get into the main problem, which is the plot? That's. I don't think that's the main problem, uh, but that is a big problem. As I'm okay, not. Well, like, I don't know. Look, if you want, if you want a better bit, beat him up. Play Batman. Play Batman Arkham. That's what Batman oh Arkham. Oh my god! Yeah. Batman Dude. Arkham. I was like playing this, going, "I would give me Batman Arkham. Give me Arkham Asylum," because the Arkham games do a much better job. Holy shit! They're incredible. This is wank. That's the best way of saying this. You'll play Batman Arkham, and if anyone ever said that was a bad game, go play this, then go play Batman, and come talk to me. Oh, look, I mean, you're you're talking about, a, like, an A-plus game there. If you want a better beat-em-up, you just have to play another beat-em-up. <laughs> play anything. Play almost anything else. Play fucking Cheetah Men, for Christ's sake. It's probably better than this shit. Literally, it's... punch yourself in the face. That's probably better. You'll have a more, more successful time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, be less painful too. Yeah, you wonder why Square went out of business, nearly went out of business because they decided to make this a movie, thinking it was a good idea, and then release the Spirits Within. You should have learned early on. And do you know what really annoyed me is that mm. as soon as I saw the, the the box art for this and everything about the the FMVs, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be so fucking cool. Square never get anything wrong. Final Fantasy eight, seven, nine, all amazing. And then I played it, and you twats, you fuckers. <laughs> Yeah, because it's yeah. shit. Thank God I didn't buy it. That's all I'll say. Thank God for rentals back in the day. But let's let's get into the plot, Danny. All right. <sighs> okay. So the plot is of the bouncer. The so, bouncer. The bouncer. And bear in mind, the intro of the bouncer is just them putting all the FMVs together. Very lazy of Square, um, and making it so you can have a seizure. And then saying, there, there's your opening sequence. And making it look cool with explosions and fighting. Fuck off. Just yeah. shut up. So, fucking shite. It's, it's so, yeah, they, they, they hype you up quite a bit. Yeah, they hype you up and get you into it. And then the game starts where you've got <laughs> um, Shit Raiden. So Shit Raiden jumps from a plane or a helicopter with his minions and literally dive bombs into a bedroom. It's a literal um, bell end. He's a li- yeah, literal bell end, and he goes. They go like head down into these into the building with like a 
something, a cocoon thing that protects them. I was like, wow, That's you the died from that. Yeah. But they somehow, they survived. It was like, okay, that must be pretty comfortable because it didn't look like it's got any way of protecting you. No sort of cushion or nothing at all. No, you survived. Okay, so they're after Dominique. It's very clear they're after Dominique. And then they go hunting, go, she's at the bar. Uh, this is the, the main bar the three characters are the bouncers for. And Dominique just walks in walks yep. in past um, Batista. He's like, yeah, you can go in. You're 15. Not a problem. I'm not, not going to ask you for ID. You can nope. just walk the fuck in. And she does. She She's like their mascot. Sion. Yeah, like yeah. the mascot, yeah. She walks in. She meets um, Sora and Spike. And then Batista comes in and says, it's your shift. And then all of a sudden, Raiden comes in and it's like, oh, here we go. Fight. Fight time. Um, and they have a big fight and they get on with it. And then, but they end up losing, and they lose Dominique, and they jump out the building. So that's it. That's where it is. Like, oh, Dominique, I've lost her. So you think? So pause here, and this is like, and we'll get into why this is technically legal later. But there's a lot of problems already going on here. It's probably not so problematic when I played this game when I was what 2000, so like 15, 16 years old. I wasn't really thinking Mm. about this. But now that I'm like older, and I have. A better view of the world. Here's Sora working in the bar. Can't be more than 18. But I understand laws around the world are different. Maybe you can drink at 18 in this bar. And he's living with this 15-year-old. Yeah, he's living with her. I was and like, is... I'll give her probably. 16. I'll give her 16. I think she's 15. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, he's living with her. I was like, how are you living with her. yourself? It's like, how are you doing it? And he's, he's like, he, you can tell he has the hots for her. He works yeah, at a can... bar. And he's yeah. like, I gotta defend my girlfriend, yo. Like, she's 15! She's 15. What the it, fuck is just, wrong with you? It's fucking wrong. But and there's, she, I have some more questions about this later when we get to the, when we talk about what's going on with her. I have a lot more questions. Okay. <laughs> and they won't be there's answered. A, no, they won't. So she runs, she gets kidnapped. And then the thing is, you think everyone's going to be panicking and going crazy. But no, it goes to nice piano music. The bar, there's been a huge brawl and the piano music's still going on. And they're just like, oh, well, that was shit. Dominique's gone. And there's no panic whatsoever. And it's like, you think, fuck it, the police. Let's fuck it. No, they just stand there nice and calmly and go, oh, well, we better go get her back, hadn't we? And I was like, the fuck? You'd be shitting yourself at this point. You've just been attacked by fucking ninjas and you just yeah. don't care? No, no, they don't. Um, They're all freaking out. I, you know, I'm also surprised at this point. Like, this should be... This is the other part I'm going to get to as well, is that, like, Sora's not freaking out, you know? It's just, like, he's never encountered anything like this before. He's the most normal out of the three of them, by the way. Because he doesn't have he this is. weird backstory but he's not freaking out he's just like yeah i'm gonna run all over town and do weird espionage shit this is totally normal and fine and the other two guys they're like they have these like deep backstories that they like work for the government and or have worked for the government or super secret squirrel shit and they're working at a dive bar they're working at a dive bar now that's then they don't really explain it oh i should say at the beginning yeah i should say at the beginning there was a woman on a pc who was trying to hack in to something And so it really doesn't go into her role. And again, this is part of the I'm not going to explain anything situation at all. It does. It does. But you have to play as Ko. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I thought he, I thought he'd be linked to Spike because Spike like suddenly Spike. gets on the phone and makes a call. He says, "Let me make a call," and he's like, "Right, there's a train." So I was thinking, okay, he knows somebody. But the thing is, the the way it's done, there's no panic whatsoever. It's dead relaxed, and I was like, "But that's Spike from Cowboy Bebop." You can't tell me he's a shit voice actor because he's fucking incredible. Spike is he's James Blum. He's fucking awesome. So yeah. there's been no direction. No, he's basically like, read these lines, you know, read just read it. We're not going to give you the scene. We're just going to get read that, and that's what it is. Because there's no panic, and they're like, right, okay, let's go on a train. So they go on a train, beat up yeah. some people, beat up the, the the local staff just doing their jobs. We're going to beat the shit out of them, okay? But fine. they're evil because the game tells you they are. Because the game tells you this. Like, I, yeah. I've never gone to my local train station and beat up some poor woman who's, like, asked for a ticket. Fuck you! And just hit her. I gotta Fuck save my government. 15-year-old girlfriend. How old are you? <laughs> that doesn't matter! <laughs> Out of my way! Fuck my dick is hard, hard and I'm ready to rock! <laughs> Fuck. And then you get on the train. You get on the train and you start beating people up on the train. It's and the they're Pato like, Express. Rock it- there's rocket fuel on this train as you do of course there is <laughs> of course there and, is of course there is and at some point you have to go oh no 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 it gets better before you get on the train fuck this is so bad you, you, there's a point where you go through the square as you're trying to get to the train station you beat up people and then they look up and they see this panther and the panther looks at them and then runs off and then Batista goes to Sion or to Zora do you know that panther as if he's gonna go yeah I, I know that panther <laughs> fucking <laughs> best mates I hang out with panthers all the time. (laughs) I hang out with panthers. Not to go, shit, there's a fucking panther. No, I just, do you know that panther? Fucking calm as nothing. It's like, what the fuck? I just gave it some cat food last week, man. I just, fuck. Yeah, we're we're cool. (laughs) We're cool. Me and that panther are fucking hell. I love the train. Fucking hell. I'm going to start laughing, (laughs) so I'm going to break soon. You get on the train, and eventually the the old shenanigans happens. Oh, that was it. So as the train's going, the government, you basically work out as the government, start shooting at the train, because of course they do. Um, Is it the government, or is it like a psyop? They never explain that either. They never explain it. We're just going to call them the government. So the government starts shooting at at this train, and then they're like, shit, we need to decouple the train, but we need to find a key card. And then it goes this part where you just have to start going to random boxes and just opening boxes and I went this is the most tedious thing I've ever Which doesn't matter. It doesn't matter by the way. It doesn't fucking matter. There's no consequence. There's no No. it's not like you're on a timer. So it's just like why did you put that in the game? Why? What was the point? So the first time I played through this game twice by the way. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry. I I apologize to myself. Not not to you. I apologize to myself. But um like the first time I didn't know what it wanted me to do because it didn't explain what it wanted me to do. So like I was just running around. I'm like, what do I do? And then one time I press a button. It's like, there's nothing in there. It's like, oh, okay. And so the train crashes and you just, you get out of the train and you like destroy the subway station. It's like, and all them get out. It's like, oh, well, we're not dead. <laughs> like we don't care about everyone else who died. I'm like, oh no. shit. Oh a shit. A lot of people, a lot of people would have died in that. A lot of people. A, a lot of people. shit ton. They don't care. Um... <laughs> But if you do find the key card, it, it the, the same thing happens. Like there's no because I did find the key card and there was no difference. Absolutely oh, no, I found, no yeah, difference. I found the key card. They they yeah. and they decouple the train and then they just yeah. jump out. 
So there's no why difference. Why put it in there? Why yeah. put it in there? You could have saved lives. Like that should have been that should have been a split path. Like one, they're so like, oh my god, like all these people died and we're responsible for it. And the other one would have been like, wow, they all survived and we're not dead. But instead, they're just like, nah, fuck the people who died. We're cool. Yeah, fuck them. It was the government's fault. If the government didn't shoot it up, it wouldn't be a problem. So they can exactly. just no, no deniable. Was it deniable plausibility accountability? I was like, <laughs> yeah, you fuck you. And so they get off. They get off the train, and I think then they have to try and sneak into the building um which is they get they get attacked by robo dogs by hypo dogs okay so the dogs are here and then you have to fight raiden again he comes in so you give him another ass beaten and then oh that was it so this is when it gets absolutely fucking stupid and well as if it wasn't stupid enough sorry so you jump on a helipad you have to jump on a helipad thing and then you see dominique as you as you're going over uh, like something like you see Dominique and you go Dominique and then uh, like about two minutes later goes I wonder if she's in there I was like yes dumbass you've just fucking seen her you just yeah. and commented she was in there and now you're asking the gang hey gang is she in there it's like oh oh my god you, you totally skipped over Echidna's introduction though oh yes yes the Echidna again this plot is so many things yes yeah, so you fight Echidna on the train on top of the yeah. train again this would would work out great so what what annoyed me about this right and was echidna and vault obviously have and batista have something and it was the fact that so the three of them walk up and see echidna and then it takes echidna and batista to go oh echidna and he's like oh, batista is that you i was like did did you not see him walking towards you was that not it's, the cue? You know, you had to wait till he fucking said hello until you went, holy shit! It's the horns. Like, oh it's it's the, the horns. horns. It's the horns. I was like, I'd lost, I'd lost, you know, I'd lost some points. It loses another point for that stupidity. No, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, everyone. It loses a point. I was like, fuck, right. So, so you apparently, jump in. Apparently, Volt was uh, Echidna's pigging partner. He probably was. He probably he he was he was, and then you find out this is all like the the, the stupid backstory things. Yeah. Is that, um, basically Batista used to work for this Mercado group, um, and I'm sure that's a chocolate. So I'm just going to call them Chocolate Group. So he worked for the Chocolate Group, and if you th- oh, oh use their proper names, no, I refuse to. This plot's stupid. This game's stupid. It gets stupid names. So he used to work for the Chocolate Organization. And you go fight. You actually then go to Dominique. You get in there. You're like, oh yeah, save the day. And then Cipher Sephiroth turns up, and mm-hmm. yeah, with with a panther. Cipheroth. 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 Okay, yeah, Cipheroth. Good name. Cipheroth. Yep, stupid name. Great name. Cipheroth turns up, and you have to fight him with the panther. And of course, you you have to fight the panther. Um, of and... It's a pushover because they have to do is a low attack. Yes, all you have to do is a low attack. Oh, actually, I should actually say with this. I forgot to say, mention with the battle, with the plenty of fights where you were basically just trying to do an attack and everyone's like just hitting air. I was like, yeah, I- I'm not, not doing actually shit. hitting anything. They're not touching anything. It's like that moment with Bart and Lisa if they're going to start walking towards each other. I'm going to swing my arms. Like, no, one- I-, I kicked you. I fucking kicked you. That hits. I feel like um, Leonardo DiCaprio where he goes, where he whistles. He's like, ah, ah, ah. I hit you. I hit you. But that's another fucking fuck this game. So you fight, you fight Cipher off, 
and the panther and he's a cocky ass and says i could beat you with one hand so you're fighting one hand and yeah you don't don't worry about the panther just go after cypher off and then you beat him and he then uses the ultimate trick of floor hole in the floor and at this point the characters all get split up a bit so you have to go through the building which is tedious as fuck so tedious, tedious trying to work out which way you're gonna go Again, why do you put a maze in there with no point of direction? Hold on. It's worse. I haven't played the Volt part, but I played Sora's and Spike's part. And I can tell you, Spike's is worse than Sora's. Is it? Sora's is bad. It's Yeah, Sora's is bad, but there's at least there's some plot background that explains Panther Girl that you don't get from the other two. Mm. So yeah, it's like the it's like oh I kind of understand who this woman is not really but it at least it attaches her to Sora in some way, but uh, if you're Spike, they 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 have like this secret handshake that you have to perform when you walk up to people and if you perform it wrong you have to fight. That, it's that's so stupid. bad. It's that, so that's, dumb. That's stupid. How's this? Oh, just fuck this game. I, I, I'm so glad I didn't even get to play that because that would have just gone no. I'm actually more glad I played the Sora version just because of the plot elements and how stupid it is. Because you find a PC and you basically can read all the separate files. And then, yeah, one of them is of, let, let's just call her Renoa because it looks like Renoa. So you read this file on Renoa. Smash face Renoa. Smash face Renoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you read Smash face Renoa and he's like, oh, and you get a memory and it suddenly does that whole, like your memory gets destroyed like glass. I was like, okay. And it even says there's a project they're working on and it ages the person 10 years, okay? Keep this in mind. It says that, right? And then it says that there's Dominique's in there and it's like, um, project this and you can't get in because then the computer gets destroyed because of course it does. And then you go on and actually fight the panther. You actually see the panther one-on-one and... He's like, you have to fight the panther, which is a bitch of a fight. If you do not use low attacks, you will lose. You only because you will not hit the panther, and yep. it will hit you surprisingly hard. So yes. then, once you beat the panther, it turns into Smash Renoa, Smash Face Renoa, and he's yep. like, she's like, you don't recognize me, and I'm sorry if this is someone no. from his childhood. You would. It's like, yeah, and- I mean, people people age. But, like, you'd be like, whoa, I know who you are. Yeah, yeah. You look a photo of me, right? I feel I should put send you a photo of me at 18 and a photo of me at 36 or 35, and you will go, hmm, you've nearly doubled in age, but I recognize you quite clearly. I mean, it's not like she put on, like, 50 pounds of weight or 100 yes. pounds of weight. Like, she's still, yeah. like, yeah. She's still a pretty-esque girl smash face Renoa and the fact he's like uh-huh and the fact that she doesn't go I'm this person no we're not gonna fill in the gaps are we she's just gonna turn back into a panther and fuck off through the wall because that made sense you can clearly break physics well that you're breaking physics turning into a panther this is ridiculous and in then some, in some in some versions of the game she dies oh because there's multiple endings aren't there yeah 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 I think, yeah, she died in the one I played. Again, if you were hoping you weren't going to play this and get spoiled, no, you're getting spoiled. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't. It really doesn't matter. Trust us. And then, so the gang meet up again, because um, they're all friends again, and they're like, yay, let's go save the world. And then they start, then they get, they find Dominique. So they've got her now. They've actually got Dominique. Yeah, got her. 
and got our 15 year old they, girlfriend girl let's go and then the they belter. fight this the, <laughs> the, <laughs> fuck me they they find they they fight this robot with the giant hand thingy so they beat him and then all of a sudden about six more of them appear and this is when the plot goes what the fucking duck duck and you find out that at the beginning of the game this is satellite that and the chocolate group are basically using for solar energy and they can transfer solar energy from this from a satellite beam it to earth and there's your energy source probably actually talking about what's going to happen in the real world it's not a bad idea it is not a bad idea no. and i pretty much think we'll have that at some point in our life not our lifetime in the world because it's probably uh, the El- way forward elon musk is probably gonna make it if Elon Musk played the bouncer, we're fucked because this thing will happen. <laughs> Let's do not give Elon Musk. No one tweet this. Actually, everybody tweet. Everyone who listens to this, tweet Elon Musk the bouncer and just see what happens. Jeez, Verify the bouncer. Verify the Pay that $8, everybody. And um, so basically, then you're like, oh shit, there's six of these guys. How are we going to do it? And all of a sudden, Dominique's suddenly like, oh my God, like something clicks. And then her face suddenly goes forward. It disconnects, and you're like, what the fuck? What the fuckity fuck is yeah. going on? It's quite clear then. She's not a human. She's a robot. She then absorbs. Uh, something happens in her neck and her face, and then the solar energy gets beamed right into her from the satellite, and then she goes on a killing spree, demolishing everything, and then beats them all and like powers down with steam everywhere. And you're like, okay, this is fucked. But the characters just go, is that Dominique? I was like, oh, you fucker. Like, you'd be like, you'd be freaking out if you're, especially if your 15-year-old girlfriend is suddenly steaming. You'd be like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? Uh, and this is this is where I start having questions, okay? Like, a lot oh, of hang on. questions. Hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. You start having questions now? No, I mean, I did. But I have more questions. So, like, she's a robot. Yes. And it's implied at the beginning of the game that Sora and Dominique are shacking up together. In fact, they kind of confirmed this in a, in a couple scenes later. Um, so Sora's probably banging Dominique, who is supposed mm. to be 15, and Sora is 19. I just looked that up, so there you go. Mm. Uh, he's, he's a little bit of a pedophile. Not, not a major pedophile. pedophile, but a little bit of a pedophile. Still pedophile. You know, it's not like yes or no, but yeah, still pedophile. Like, don't, like, don't, didn't, don't you think it'd be like sharp or something, like gears or springs would you know, kind of protrude, and maybe he's into that. I don't know. Like, I, you could probably tell something was going on. He's already, like, bad enough as it is. I don't know. It's Japan, and Japan is weird, and they have different yeah. standards. Um, I'm not here to judge. I'm just saying if you're doing that here in the United States, you probably should get shot. But that's just me. Uh, but, like, she's a robot. She's, she's living robots <laughs> in your house. Like, it looked like they were sleeping in the same bed. You had photos together. Like, you could tell they're intimate in some form. Maybe not shacking up. I don't know. I don't want to go that route. I already did. But, like, you you, you, you didn't know this. No. Like, didn't know it. Like, there's no clues. Nothing. No. No <laughs> clues. Are you saying this character never went for a shower? Did the character never. eat? Did the character poop? Like, if it's a... Does it poop? Does she poop? Does she poop? <laughs> That's does she poop? Because if Women she's a robot, poop, Danny, she shouldn't you know have that. a di- she wouldn't have a digestive tract. So she shouldn't poop. That that's you know, clearly you want to put everything else in there, you know, again <laughs> things, but does she poop? And then you ask you oh, actually I've never seen a poop. 
I've, I've never seen her go to the toilet. I've just never. It's never happened. <laughs> she's never said. I, I've never heard her say I need to go to the bathroom. In fact, I've always wondered why she never showered and never smelled. <laughs> yeah, I've always wondered why is the to- what the toilet seat's always up. It's, it's never always down. It's never. All, wow. She, I always thought she was considerate. I always thought, wow, she's really considerate of my needs and puts her toilet seat up. You know, no, she just never. She never showered. I never saw any. But she always smelled fine. She never sweated. Her hair never grew. She never had no. a haircut. You know, again, no. the signs aren't there. But like, you know, fine. This is the world we live in. I and never questioned just... what was weird about my 15-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> I love how nobody else questioned what was going on with your 15-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> everyone else is like, hey, Dominique, we're just going to ignore this. Gonna... <laughs> or everyone else knew that she was a robot, and they just thought, oh, we feel bad for him. Yeah. He has to go and patrolling around Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and Goofy at some point. So Yeah, and then you realize, oh, we all knew she was a robot. And the thing yeah. is, they did. They did. They did. They did. They, did. they didn't tell they did. him. They, didn't, <laughs> they tell didn't tell him. They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy like, I'm wondering why I haven't gone to jail because you all know, don't you? And they're like, yeah, yeah we yeah. do. Yeah, we yeah, do. Batista, Batista basically goes, she's she's the chocolate, she's um, Sephiroth. She's activated. Um, she's Sephiroth's um, dead sister. I was like, oh, so you fucking knew. And then, <laughs> and then and Spike goes, well, you're awfully well informed. And I feel like saying, well, so I fucking you. Dickhead. Yeah, you know too, dickface. <laughs> Every everyone knows she's a robot, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll just let him have his dream. He's fine." <laughs> and and the think, thing is, like, they still promote him having a relationship with her. Yeah, I and mean, you think his world would be destroyed? Like, I've been. Oh no! And this is not an Android eighteen situation. This is not that because she's a no. cyborg. She 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 was a human who was uh, worked on. This is not that. It's a no, clear no, robot. But- but even Cyborg 18, full- even even Cyborg uh, number 18 from Dragon Ball Z, they have to wish her to be a full human in order for her to have kids with Krillin. No, 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 no. They wish, I her, that was they the case. wish her to. No, no, they wish her to have the bomb removed. I thought that was Metal Gear Solid 5. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so she she had all the bits working. She just had a bomb inside her, as um, oh. Dragon Ball Z abridged had the booby bomb. The booby bomb? Okay. okay. So I need to go back and watch bomb. it. I'm, I'm misinformed. Misinformation is terrible. Just watch Dragon Ball Z Abridged. That's all you need to know. Don't okay. watch Dragon Ball. Watch Dragon Ball Z Abridged. The best. Um, but yeah, so they just went, oh, fuck it. And you think his world will fall apart. Now he's like, oh, shit. Okay, we'll carry on. And they then have to did do a bit with it. Oh, yeah, before that, there's a gauntlet run where you have to kind of take Dominique and run through tons of enemies. All my advice is do not fight the enemies. Run. No. Because yeah. there's like five um, scenes of, of levels and you have a lot to fight, and you don't get your health replenished. Just run, run past them all. It's it's the don't... worst part of the game. It is. It is the worst part because I realize, oh shit, I've got one punch, I'm dead. And so I just had to fucking leg it. I I can't fight anything here, and it, that was it. Just run. I'm like this is stupid. I it, need something it, to tell me. If there's any part in this game that highlights how bad it actually is, it's this part because. Up until this point, you're wondering, why am I only fighting 30 seconds? And then I'm going into the save screen. 
You're like, I wish it yeah. was a little bit longer. I wish I had more levels. And they're like, okay, here you go. And you're like, no, 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 no. Fucking take yeah. me to the save screen because I cannot replenish my health. I'm fucked. What are you doing? Stop it. Like, this, yeah. that's how bad this game is, is it highlights why they do it that way because it's shit. Yeah, it is. And the fact that basically you've got like five levels with like probably, let's say, 20 enemies or something like that and with no basically reason to get a break and you're like okay fuck and the game doesn't tell you that's how it's gonna be and because yeah. of that you go into it like every other fight you've just got to fight one after and you know, you've got to fight them all no 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 and that's why it's shit it's like give me that save state yeah because this is ridiculous so yes. after running and basically all i did was left dominique and said you're on your own bitch just but survive. she dies this game over yeah she dies it's game over but i just basically tried to leave her and get to the end <laughs> first because if i got to the end that's fine yeah she yeah, yeah move forward yeah move forward so i was like right fuck it you just stay alive for us so i'm just watching her getting a i'm watching her getting beaten up and in reality i'm like in, in now in hindsight i'm like well she can she could have supported herself i don't know what the issue is she's a fucking ultra robot but obviously it's yeah. a 15 year old ultra robot girlfriend so they get her <laughs> they get her and they realize what the fuck is going on and then um she gets kidnapped again raiden manages to snoop in he's he's still alive and he runs off with her and then you have to go jump on you have to go chase her because they've reached this mega ship so yeah. they've reached this mega ship and you go chase them on a hovercraft which physics wise no there's not enough fuel to catch him up but then the government starts shooting on mass on this massive ship giving yeah. you a chance to catch up getting in the so, fucking way as usual getting the stupid government so eventually you get on the ship you kill off raiden Oh, you, you fight Raiden as a boss, and his death was actually pretty cool, and he gets kicked off, and as he's falling, the big ship rockets go off, and he just gets vaporized. It's like, that's pretty cool timing. It actually. was pretty badass. It was pretty badass. Um, you know that, what? That, that actually... A... I'd, res- I'd rather die by vaporization than being splatted all over pavement, because that was... Yeah, because that was where he was going. Him. He yeah. was either going on the pavement, and that you, you would not feel a thing. And you would just be, and it was like, yep, yeah, there we go. Good timing, death. It would have been actually, can you imagine seeing that in real life? It, the timing would have been superb. Um, oh, yeah. Because you do it in ultra, ultra slow-mo, where when you think in reality, the timing would have had to be fantastic because he's going to be falling at eventually at a speed at 9.8 meters per second. There we go. There's some freaking mechanics maths Woo! I still remember. There's, there you that's, go. The, the, that's the fastest you'll fall is 9.8 meters per second. Um, and eventually, yeah, you get on the ship, and you fight Panther again, then Panther dies. Oh, did you fight Panther? Because Panther, oh no, you meet Panther. Panther can get killed. There's like, there's multiple endings, but in my ending, it depends Panther on the path you take. Yeah, yeah, Panther got killed, and then you have to go fight um, Cipher off for Cipher the off, final yeah. time. And basically, so he's the big bad guy, and the reason why he's the big bad guy is because this is where it's again stupid. It he, makes no sense. It makes no sense. He went to a hospital with his um, and I remember terminal terminally ill sister right terminally ill and took her to a hospital and the doctor wasn't there so to be fair the hospital went get out rather than say I'll oh, just come in and we'll look after you in the rain which is a bit mean right and then he gets picked up by the chocolate um, leader of the chocolate company who says oh get in and then he looks after them adopts them but the girl still dies because she was terminally ill yes remember this and this is the part where he, I say something snarky about capitalism. You, well, you know, because I don't think capitalism is the issue here. I think the problem okay. is he's an idiot. He's a baby. That's because yeah. he then 
um, gets pissed off, gets and finds out with this satellite that harnesses the sun, he can use it as a laser because, of course, you can. And his only thing he does with it in the whole thing is blow up that hospital, even though just the hospital. Just the hospital, even though the nurse who probably kicked him out has probably retired or died. No, no. The whole hospital is getting blown up for that reason because they did not save my terminally ill sister. That is the whole consequence. That's basically Cypheroff's character arc. That's it. They didn't take care of my dead They didn't take care of my dying sisters, so I blew up the hospital with a bunch of other dying sisters. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'll kill everybody inside because they're all guilty as sin. What about my dying? No, I don't care if he's dying. He was guilty. He should have got up from his bed. Oh, no, he died a long time ago. Bullshit. Absolutely bullshit. Such I an altruist. Such a... F- oh. And then you have basically, you fight Cypher off twice and that's the end of the game. And I was just shrieking him. That's all I did. That's it. And all yeah, you do is basically... He sucks. One. He sucks. You just basically let him wail on one of your other mates, and then you, because he can't defend yourself from the back, so basically as soon as he starts going after your mates, which is fine by me, you go after him. You beat it, didn't even watch the ending, I knew it was the end of the game, but fuck it, you've not deserved it, and he probably went to go live with his 15-year-old robot, which is legal, uh, and everyone was happy. End of the game. You could fuck a robot, yeah. Yeah, go, go fuck a robot, and now replay the game again. Because you want to get all those skill points and you want to find out the other, other character yeah. and get the six other endings. And there I are. said to myself, no, no, no. So I'm do you know your be... your final ending is dependent on who you defeat the final boss with? I don't care. I know. I, I don't I care. Saying. I was like, so who did right, you beat? You, did go... you beat the game with Scion or Sora? Yes, Sora. Okay. Yeah. So if you so beat the I... game with Volt. Echidna comes to the bar and she becomes another bout- bouncer. A bouncer. And that's that's the end of the game with Volt. And you find out that uh, they're gonna let they're gonna let uh, Sora continue to bang out uh, uh, Dominique, and mm. they're all like, "So I mean, is this cool? She's not going to age, and we all are." And yeah, Sora's I was like, yeah, about that's that. fine. That's gonna get really weird like, when she's like turns up like he's like forty, and she that's gonna look fucking weird. Yeah, you have, like, Sora, and he's, like, Hugh Hefner, and he's still banging out this 15-year-old robot, and people are like, he's gonna be like, yeah, this is fine, I love her. She's, I, I she's my robot waifu. And, uh, oh, if you beat the game with Ko, you actually get to fight, uh, his contact. You fight uh, that, his contact? Yes. And she becomes what? a playable character in, like, the Oh, the she becomes mode. a playable character, okay. In the versus mode, not, like, the story mode. All right, okay, not so. He's like that. That took a backflip. He's like, you helped give me good intel. Bang! <laughs> Fuck you. Well, it's like I, I need to make sure you can stay part of the organization. And you're taking your job seriously. If you're not, we have to, we have to fire you. It's it's weird. Uh, her name's Leanne, by the way. Leanne, probably the most normal name there. Leanne, yeah, probably boring. Yeah. But yeah, so that's the plot. It's fucking stupid. I I will not do this with any other game. You know what? I and this is going to be future DLC. This has all been talked about. We're going to go start going through movies, and we're going to be doing Fatal Fury two. No, fa- mm. no, yeah, Fatal Fury two. I'm going to be doing this with Mr. Chris. I'm going to be doing this with Jake McCauley. We're going to go through the whole plot because it deserves it. No other game gets this treatment, but this plot is so fucking stupid. It deserved a run through because it's that bad. It's a bad game. Bad game, it, it, bad game. It, any game that encourages pedophilia 
is a bad game. Bad game. Bad game. It's. It, I honestly hope that all of you look... You know when you see people who are marrying robots? This is where we're going. That is where we're going. We're going to Dominique, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And it, 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 100 years time, 200 years time, it's going to fucking happen. We're going to have Dominiques everywhere, and I'm going to be so fucking confused, I'm not going to know what the fuck is going on with the world. It's it's a sad time, and I'm going to blame Elon Musk. It's all his fault. Yeah, because honestly, everyone, if you listen to this, tweet Elon Musk, the bouncer. I just want to see, like, no Dominique. Elon... No, no, not Team Dominique. Actually, no, no. <laughs> said I'm no not... Dominique. Oh, no Dominique. I was like, because he'll start making, he'll start making Dominiques. It's no, like, we've got, we've got our new, to our new uh, here. We're now at Telstra. We've now got the new Dominique point two, point two point oh. Fuck it. <laughs> 15-year-olds for everyone. Like, no. I'm going you to hell. I've got, I've got <laughs> nothing more to say about this game because I just wanted to get the plot out of the way and just fucking cry because we've been going for an hour about how shit this game is. <laughs> Fuck me. Like, I'm meant to go to work in 10 minutes. I don't care. I just... Re- <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got to go and do a talk because re- my job is quite serious. I've got to do training with people now, right? And oh, it's a Saturday, awful. so that's pissing me off. And yeah. I, and I've got to just after this, after this, I've got to get in my car, relax, put on my serious hat mode, and go. So I'm going to talk to you about this, and I want to go. This is why robots are not allowed because they make everyone crazy, and the fact that everyone knew about it. Oh, that's just fucking weird. So weird. That's so bad. They knew it's, about it's, it. Horrible. it's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. Right, I, I want to score this game and just go jump off a cliff. But if you got anything else yeah. that you want to rate, say about this game, I don't have anything I want to add. But do you just want me to go ahead and score now? I want it's fucking an hour. Otherwise, I'm going to be rambling and it's going to be stupid. I'm just going to be me getting angry and angry and angry I, I, about I, fucking plot holes. I've said, en- I think we, I think we've said enough uh, for now. And for uh, now, wait until part now. two of the episode. Yeah, part two, but we've said enough for for the sake of this episode. So, so, um, what are you giving it? Bad bet it has bad gameplay. It has uh, we didn't even talk about the sound, which is shit. Um, shit, fucking shit. It encourages pedophilia with with fifteen year old robots, so that's not mm-hmm. good. But it does have good graphics, so I'm going to give this game a two and a half out of ten. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? I'm giving it a two. It is the it is gonna is the lowest score, lowest score of this so far that I have done. Um, there is one game which will be, have a lower score, which will be coming at some point. But two out of ten, you get for this two, two there out of is. ten bouncer. If you want to have a laugh and just play it for the experience, I recommend. Although it's two out of ten, I recommend you play it. I really do, just to see yes. how bad it is. And this that is, will be. This is like a bad just, movie. Yeah, just take two hours of your life and play it. And then you'll completely agree with every single fucking point that I've known. And if you've not played this game, or you have played this game, and you come to this podcast, I hope you agree with every single point that we've made, because it's ridiculous. It's an awful game. And the people who made this game should feel awful for making it. You should. Let's go find them and go, no. Bad game. No. Bad bad game. Bad developer. Bad, bad, bad. (laughs) How you not do it? Right. That's enough for this because I'm gonna I'm gonna cry. 
Chris, thanks again, once again, for coming on. I really appreciate it. It's always good fun having you on. And hopefully, our next game will not have any mention of a penis of an echidna-esque. You don't know that. I hope I can I hope I can weave it in. But uh, thank you for having me back, uh, Danny. Always a great time being here. All right, take care, mate. You too. And that was episode 52. Thank you very much to everyone who is listening. Thank you very much, Chris, again, to come on the show. Really appreciate it. And thank you all for sticking with me this year. Let's bring on year two. Next week will be the start of year two. And hopefully more to come. Until then, I've been Danny Carroll, and I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.